0: Hello, everyone. You are listening to "There's a Lot on My Mind" with Mike Danner, and I am Mike Danner, and I am here with my guest today. Um, I've known this guy for a long time. Got a lot of good stuff to talk about, but I am here with
1: Mr. Chuck Dukas. Great to be here. Thanks so much, Mike, for having me. And this is long overdue. We've been talking about doing this podcast for a long time, so I'm glad. Glad to be finally sitting here with you, and looking forward to a, a fun hour together.
0: Yeah, you're right. We have we've been we've been talking about uh, getting together and doing this for a while now, and we we're just talking before, and it, and we realize it's been like almost probably almost five years since we've last hung out.
1: Yeah, from uh, Charlie Goes to the Dentist, a uh, a film that we worked on, uh, and yeah, it, it, we all get caught up in our own lives and you know busy schedules, but. Uh, We have reunited here to to be here on this podcast.
0: And um, so that's a a good place. Let's just jump in. So
1: um,
0: my first memory of you, Chuck, was um, uh, so uh, Chuck and I went to Merrimack College from 2001 to 2005. And um and we became really good friends, but at first we were kind of bitter rivals. Do you remember this? Do you remember this at all? No, tell do, me. Do you remember how we ran against each other first? Uh, oh, I do remember that the, uh, treasurer.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I remember my freshman year because uh, I I grew up in Dedham, Massachusetts, right? And you you grew up obviously in in different parts of the country, but before coming to Merrimack in New Hampshire, New Hampshire right? And I was the class treasurer of my senior class but every year throughout high school and of course always wanted to be part of public office right and um i decided to run for treasurer my freshman year um, and I, yeah, now memories are coming back. I think we ran against each other. We ran against each other, and and
0: and I remember because um, I, I also was treasurer my senior year in high school, and um, it's probably good that you that you won. Cause I, I I was not I I don't know I, I was an okay treasurer, but I remember. Um, my, uh, in high school, my speech to win was something along the lines of "I'm good at math, so vote for me," and I ended yeah, up I'm winning. not and good I'm at not, math. And that's no. what I was going to yeah. say, and I'm I'm not I, at least at the time was not great at math. Um, but uh, but yeah, but then um, uh, I don't remember when we started hanging out or becoming friends after that. I think it had
1: to be the television station. That's I, right. I think so because I think you also lived in Ash dorm, that's and right. I was in another one, Digim West. But I think it was uh, the end of my freshman year, I decided to uh, take the reins on the Merrimack television station. Right. And Shout out to sp- Kevin Salemi. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Salemi. And and now all the memories are coming back because my sophomore year... You had the football show. I decided to do a sports show. I didn't know shit about football. <laughs> called the Merrimack Sports Zone. And I thought that...
0: Sports Zone, right. Uh,
1: you wore a Chicago Cubs hat every day that you knew a lot about baseball. Right. And I asked you and Kevin Leahy... That's right. ...to join me uh, for a weekly sports talk show that at the time... I mean, I, I think I still have those tapes somewhere in my in my parents' garage. But remembering uh, really where the show started because we had no set. right? Three chairs. Yeah. I think I made a sign on the back of a poster board yeah. and used to always... Joke because the Z would uh, do the uh, take up the entire poster. You like Merrimack (laughs) One. That's right, I do remember that. (laughs) And then, um, and I think that I always remember when we unveiled the new logo for the show. You took the the poster board and smashed the sign. And you know you were great. It was uh, you and Kevin. that We must have done, I think, a whole year of shows.
0: Yeah, that it, it
1: lasted for quite a long some time. time. Yeah, and you know, and then of course after that, then we started doing Merrim- I started doing Merrimack Cribs. That I think you I were maybe that. on that at one point. And and then, and then you're before, the dating show. The dating show, and I was it, a contestant on that at a one contestant point. on that. And uh, we started just building, you know, the the the, the network. But then you and Kevin were only on the first season of the Merrimack Sports that's Show, and right. then I ended up inheriting uh, people from the newspaper yeah, that wanted to talk. That's right, and uh, ma- Ross and Ross, Mike Snow, Ross Scheinheit, Mike Snow, uh, Danny Kent, Adam Lagasse. All these names are now. That's coming right; um, all, those are all good guys. Yeah, very good. And and that sh- and then then we ended up taking the show because I had interned at WCVB and WHGH and a lot of the other we started getting and Harding and mm. some of the writers from the Eagle Tribune Bill Burr, right. and started really uh, taking I remember I remember we did over a hundred episodes and then you came back for the 100th yeah. I remember that. For the 100th <laughs> episode but to me I mean the fact that I even did a hundred yeah, episodes it's of something crazy to think about yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah and then you had and then I remember you started bringing on other guests too like I remember you had an actress who was on an episode of Kirby your Enthusiasm
1: yeah we ended up doing up late. A talk show. It's still to this day. I still would love to, you know, reincarnate that show because that show obviously was, you know, like a Tonight Show, like you know, a Late Show uh, that's on television now. But but it uh, highlighted a lot of Merrimack celebrities, but also local celebrities. We ended up having uh, a local. local celebrity, or whatever, television personality that was on The Apprentice at that time. Uh, We had bands that were active in the music scene in Boston, we had comedians that were actively playing, I remember Dick Doherty's Comedy Connection, and really just focusing and bringing in a lot of talent uh, and and showcasing them on the uh, the Merrimack stage, so that was a lot of fun. We only got to do that one year, but that was hard because I had to book the guests, I had to edit a lot it, of work I had to host it, yeah. produce, I mean, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, did you find
0: that, that your experience at the TV station at Merrimack helped prepare you for life in
1: LA? No, no. I mean, the only thing that, still to this day, I want to do everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something that's hard for me to kind of give up, you know, responsibilities, because if I have a vision, it's like, oh, let me just do it, My, you know, I know how it's supposed to be. Um. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think the only thing that, I look back and, and, and the excitement that I had then, I still have now. Right. Um, but it was that spring break trip coming here. You were part That's of right. one of them. Yeah. Ever, I'll never forget just being at The prices Right and being at The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and seeing the atmosphere and saying, okay, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. Right. Now, I think mean, that that has kind of like worn off a little bit, but I still love being part of it and mm-hmm. before even this, you know, we started this podcast this after, you know, I had said to you like how LA is changing and how the magic has kind of left some of those iconic studio lots. Right. NBC Burbank, which we were able to see The Tonight Show and that's been home to so many different iconic television shows, isn't even around anymore. Now they've relocated to NBC Universal, mm-hmm. CBS Television City where they've done The Price is Right and all the soap operas. Uh, they have moved operations to Studio City. Uh, that's going to be changing. So some of those iconic lots have changed. Yeah, things have kind of changed. And I also find that
0: it la kind of changes depending on your perspective of it too yeah because because that's something we can talk about is me and you have both been out here we were talking almost 14 years now we both came out here right around the same time and our paths have intersected you know a few times like as we go and you know kind of compare notes along the way but um uh, it's it's interesting because you know me and you are kind of like we started from the same place. We were yeah. Merrimack College, 2005 graduates. We're both going off to LA, and um, and you know I came out here in August of 2005. Uh, my first three years, I was in Orange, going to Chapman University, and you came out here
1: in October, October of 2005. October 2005, dro- drove cross country, uh, and and still to this day, best week of my life. Got mm-hmm. to got to actually. Asked my grandfather to do a, a drive with me across country. That's to cool. me, to me, they'll never get better than that. Because, you know, ne- really never having experienced the rest of the country. Mm. And and then, you know, people, you know, we both lived on both coasts, but what happens, you know In the middle. In the middle. And seeing different things. I'll never forget, you know, seeing the St. Louis Arch. To me, right. that yeah. that I was like, oh my God, like this is the you know and, and now having the opportunity to have gone back to a lot of places, because I've traveled a bit to 48 states. Mm. and What are the two left? Arkansas uh-huh. and South Carolina. And it actually has inspired me to write a book um, after I've completed all 50. I'm going nice. to do a book called My 50-State Adventure. That's cool. It's uh, where to go, what to see, and where to eat in all 50 states. Because people have always asked me, oh my God, Chuck, I'm going to this... Part of the country. What should I eat? Mm. You know, what do they know for? I yeah, mean, and you're kind of sore. You try I, all the places, all the I local love flavors, eating all the different foods. I mean, yeah. even like Montana, you don't know that in Montana, huckleberry ice cream is uh, the thing to get there. Yeah. So I want to be able to share what what I found with the rest of the world in my travels. That's cool. You know, it's funny
0: you mentioned the the arches in St. Louis because I um I, I drove um back in 2007. I drove cross country with my mom. And, um, uh, and we did it in three and a half days. And, uh, I was just actually talking to her about it today and how Missouri, as you're driving through Missouri, it's all of the, uh, uh, like the, the Bible passages on the billboards on the yep. right and all of the, the, like the porn ads on the left. Yeah. It's like this. Dichotomy. And it, I think
1: Missouri is just really like you really feel. And, and that's the thing is like, I've been to St. Louis and St. Louis is one of my favorite towns. Actually, it kind of gets a bad rap. Uh, but it's very nostalgic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, big baseball town. Yeah, my, sure my, first,
0: my first guest, Johnny Jamison, that I had on here is from. from yeah,
1: San I Louis. love St. Louis. It's a very nostalgic town, but you feel like you're in the Chicago yeah. area. You know, it's just got that Midwest, Midwest feel. But then you go out a few hundred miles to Kansas City, you feel like you're. It's the beginning of the West. The West I agree. So I mean, yeah. really, yeah. one half of the state is more East Coast. True. And the other part of the, the state is more like yeah, the West Coast. That's
0: true. Missouri is that kind of connecting point, yeah. I think, a
1: little bit. They always yeah. say
0: gateway of the West. Yeah, that's what they say. Right, right. Um, all right. Well, so, so speaking of baseball, let's talk about baseball for a second because here we are in March and the spring training is happening and both of our teams, you're a big Red Sox fan. A big, big Red Sox big fan. Big Cubs yeah. fan. They're both looking pretty good. How, uh, how do you think the Red Sox
1: are going to do this year? I think they're going to be right back in the in the the mix of things. I mean, I I think that you know, obviously when you, I mean you, you need good starting pitching, you need good hitting. I mean, I think the Yankees are going to be a little bit better. That's they, I
0: hear that they're projected to be number one. Yeah, they, they
1: got James Paxton. They got uh, Odovino, mm-hmm. who was a very good relief pitcher. Uh, you make me feel like I, we're getting right back for a Merrimack Sports yeah, right now. That's right. Um, listen, there's always that team that surprises you. Nobody. In 2015 or 2014, expected the Royals exactly. to be that team. That, right. There's always that team that you don't expect that kind of comes out of that nowhere. Kind of out of nowhere. And that's <clears> the <throat> great thing about baseball that you know some people have a really good spring training. The Red Sox haven't really had a great spring training, yeah. but it's always hard to base it on spring training because somebody yeah. might have a, and then
0: end up having the best season. Yeah,
1: I think there's going to be a team that no one is talking about. You know, I don't know who it's going to be, but there'll be a team that nobody picked. That will be in the thick of things. Not to say they're going to win the World Series, but they're going to be in the thick of things. Mm -hmm. My team that could be New York Mets. New York Mets this year, huh? Still got Jacob deGrom, still have Noah Syndergaard. Steven Matz was somewhat uh, injured last year. Also added a veteran bat like Cano. They added some nice little pieces. They were also in the World Series I mean, not that yeah, I, long ago. I remember that year. So <laughs> so you would not ex- – it, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary for somebody like them to come out of it. But anybody. I mean, it could, be, it could be somebody that we're not even thinking about yeah. right now. I, I feel um, – and I'm biased, but I, I
0: do feel pretty good about the Cubs this year. Um, we have basically the same team that we had last year except now you Darvish is healthy. Um, and uh, – pretty much if we can stay healthy this year uh I think we have you know it it, last year was such a heartbreaking season for the Cubs the way that you know we were the number one team in the NL for the final three months of the season and then we kind of hit a skid Milwaukee tied it and then we end up uh losing the one game playoff to Milwaukee and then losing the one game playoff to Colorado and it's just like that, that, that was, that's probably for me as a Cubs fan, the most painful season since 2003 with,
1: mm. you know, that yeah. whole year. Yeah. I, I think that for the Cubs, Chris Bryant's going to be healthy. I think. He know. had a
0: tough season last year. So did
1: Rizzo, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think those guys, but, I, you know, they need they need to find somebody upcoming that kind of come up through the farm system. that can kind of ignite that mm-hmm. team with some energy. Yeah. Um, but you know they still got they still got good pitching they still got a good manager I expect them to be there but yeah the Brewers are really good the Brewers are tough yeah and the Cardinals will be better with Paul Goldschmidt and of course you know uh, some of the other teams in that division are pretty good too so yeah. Reds yeah. will get better Pirates, Pittsburgh usually has a good start and then they yeah kind of fizzle so you know it'll be interesting but I'm not expecting much from the Red Sox I think you know hey listen they've won the World Series. Four times since us going to... Since the last like 15 15 years. You know, listen, I'm happy. And I was very fortunate to have attended game uh, five of the World Series uh, in LA this past year and seeing that. So that was very cool. Um, But, you know, I would like to actually see some new blood win it. You know, along with the Red Sox, I am also a big Royals fan. So is, I, have you is that a, have you historically been a royal? Always spin? liked George Brett. Always George liked Pett, yeah. the uniforms, the powder blue uniforms, the stadium, Kauffman Stadium, the waterfalls, and then having gone to Kansas City every year for the last six yeah, and that's years, such a baseball town. And too. seeing the fan support, yeah, these fans are so you know they love the Royals and and, and the town uh, during the playoffs, everyone's wearing royal blue and. It's, it, it, you know, I, but I really loved the team that they had: Hosmer, Mustakis, uh, Lorenzo Kane. Those guys have all moved on. Yeah, over it, they're so. not gonna be. They're not gonna be in contention this year. But they still got Mondesi. They got a, you know, Whit very good too. We'll see. But they're not gonna be. They're not a team that's gonna surprise you. At least right. not right now. Right. Yeah. Um, what about what about with basketball do you have a do you have any thoughts oh my god you know if you're you're following me on on Facebook uh, they they call me the bandwagon fan listen I'm a passionate Celtics fan I am as passionate about the Celtics as you are about the Cubs Mm -hmm. the Red Sox I mean for me it's always Celtics Patriots Red Sox Bruins but the Patriots and the Celtics are far Mm. ahead Red Sox I'm like a casual fan mm-hmm. um Celtics I've been follow. I mean I'll follow them if they win 82 games or if they lose 82 games right. but I am we we had such a great season last year that you would have expected them to be at least in first or second in the Eastern Conference right and right now they're not playing there's a lot of drama on the team dissension between Kyrie Irving and everything else uh, I'm going to call out my team and say, hey, this is ridiculous. They're, they're not playing well, you know, and I don't know what's going to happen with them. But any, nothing would surprise me. They'll either go to the finals and lose to Golden State or be out in the first round. You don't know what you're going to get from them. Yeah that's, yeah, that's interesting.
0: And now I... um. You mentioned the Patriots, and uh, we, we can t- we can talk about football for a second. I've I've been boycotting the NFL for the past couple of seasons, so I haven't. Hey, who's I, your I team? I always forget. I don't have one. Yeah, yeah, I've never had one. Really. Patriots will take you. No, I mean I, I I'm boycotting, and and we we can talk. We don't. We can talk about that. But uh, actually, let me ask you what what your thoughts are on um the on everything with Colin Kaepernick and the NFL's handling of that situation.
1: Listen, I don't think one person should be, you know, be the center of attention. I feel that, you know, while Kaepernick wants to make a statement, it's also – I look at it as like he's just thriving for attention. You think that, huh? Yeah, I think that. I, I think that. You don't
0: – but what about his message?
1: Um, I don't think that him kneeling and so being I'm, the center of attention – I think – But why do you – let me ask you something.
0: Mm -hmm. Why why do you think that Colin Kaepernick is only bringing attention to the violence that police officers have been bringing to black people in our country for so many years? And and that's what he's doing. Yeah. What he was doing and now what what the other people who have followed in his footsteps are doing. So what makes you think that he's only doing that for attention?
1: Because it's an important issue. Because, yes, it is an important issue, but – I, I would like him, if he wants to, it, listen, I, I support whatever you're passionate about. It, let, me, let me stop you there because I know yeah. where
0: you're going with this. Cause yeah. this, is what, this is what people always say when um, there is protest. Mm-hmm. Um, say it on your own time.
1: Yeah, I, I I feel that. That's my that's my. I But think they're that- but they're,
0: but they're given. See here. Here's where here's where I stand. Because mm-hmm. if you're given a platform, because you're such a good athlete, you're such a good actor, you're so, whatever, you're all of a sudden found with a big platform of people, and you truly believe in an idea. Shouldn't you use that platform?
1: Yes and no. I mean, I mean, very few. I mean, he was. He started, obviously, the movement or whatever you want to call it. But I, I think if you're going to – if you feel strongly about it, then go into the streets of Los Angeles. That. Well, I think just do that. I think – Why I think- just
0: do that? Because here's the thing though, Chuck, is the people it, – it's not supposed to be comfortable. It's not supposed to be it, – it's supposed – it, protest is supposed to be disruptive. Mm-hmm. That's the idea behind it. If, if, if I'm given a platform – and i have something to say i'm going to use that platform to say it and and i you know i i we're probably not going to agree on the point at the end by the the conversation and but but i think that if if you're given the opportunity to say something and a bunch of people can hear it i think you should take it
1: yeah but i think he did that Every single game and everything else. Uh, do one. Wear something. Do, you know what I mean? Like, put something on your cleats. Uh, you know, have a bandana.
0: Do it once or twice. Yeah, but why? Why don't protest that way? Protest some
1: other way that's more palatable. Well, bring awareness to it. But I, I think after a while, like, people heard your message, so... <laughs> have they? I mean, is, is, is racial inequality fixed? No, but I mean, no matter how many times he protests, protest is not going to be fixed. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that, if, in my opinion, use the platform, use it more, like, but, but not, don't be disruptive to everything else that's going on. But he's
0: not the one being disruptive. It's, it's the outside forces that are reacting to him, right?
1: Yeah. But he doesn't really have control over them no but I, I still don't understand why a team won't employ him I think he should well, be that's employed. the real problem yeah, yeah I, I mean, think he, he, he has be, active he's litigation. a very I've actually had the pleasure of meeting him at the ESPYs a couple of years ago uh, but he should be he should be employed in the NFL of that, course that is he's far better way, than most yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and the fact that he doesn't even have a backup job Yeah, it's bullshit yeah um, but no he should be playing Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we can agree on yeah, that. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, what about uh, what about
1: movies and TV shows lately? Has there been anything that... Ha- have, you, have you been to the movies in a while? You know, I I used to go to the movies a lot. I've never been a, a person that goes all the time. Uh-huh. But the last movie I saw was Shocker, Star Wars, uh-huh. uh, Solo. That is the last movie I've seen. I, I just... You know, if I'm going to see a movie, usually it's on Netflix or, you know, or somebody will say, Oh my God, you got to see this. Obviously... Um, Solo And of course Avengers Right Those are my two favorites I mean for me to Like Just Dedicate a couple hours To go see a film Is really hard But but there are a couple of movies that have been coming out lately that I definitely want to check out. Uh, my dad just saw Star Wars Born. Oh, he yeah. said I have to see it. You should see it. So I, ha- yeah. I haven't had a chance. And I do want to see Vice yeah. and some of the great acting work that uh, the, some of the actors yeah. were, were uh, noted for. But yeah, I haven't had the chance. But yes, yeah, Star Wars, Solo, and Avengers. And I'm sure not... you'll be seeing Endgame when it comes out. I'll be seeing Endgame. I'm probably not going to see Captain Marvel. I mm. haven't really heard that much. I, I did skip... Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm. you know. I won't see every Marvel movie. I think it's getting a little bit watered down at this point. Mm, okay. What about on Netflix lately? Is There, are there it was is there a show that really caught my attention called You. I heard about that. It was that. amazing. Yeah, I loved watched it. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I basically was tuned in the first episode, and I immediately got hooked. And then that's the thing. If it grabs me right away... Yeah then, so,
0: so what's the story with
1: that show um, you is basically a a, a, a guy uh, takes place in New York and uh, main character one of the main characters works at a bookstore and um, he's got a kind of a weird upbringing and a pretty girl comes in and he starts to stalk her mm-hmm. and it gets to a, I don't want to for, if you haven't watched it, yeah. but, but basically he stalks her and it gets really creepy and I'll leave it at that. But it's very – it's amazing. I'll leave this on this note. It's amazing what knowledge is out there that we leave Um, ourselves available. So that's kind of like the bigger questions that it explores is like our digital footprints that we leave and that sort of thing. Everything. I mean you really have to watch. And people can pull a lot of information just from your Facebook or your Instagram or whatever is out there. It's true. Yeah. And all that stuff, it it just exists. Mm -hmm.
0: It's just kind of out there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been watching this this show. Um, I don't know if you get Hulu, but uh, there's this new show on Hulu called Pen Fifteen. Have you heard about
1: that? Not, is I don't have Hulu. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I but I have Netflix, and I mean it's really hard. It just if I'm gonna sit home and watch something, it's gotta be on a DVR, and I'm, and I'm even really guilty of not even. I'm usually one of my favorite shows is Superstore on NBC. Mm-hmm. I'm like six episodes behind. I just had not had a chance yeah. to to catch up on some, but I have not heard Pen Fifteen.
0: It's it's pretty funny. It's um it's actually really it's really good. There's ten episodes in the first season, and it's it's created by these two comedians. Uh, Maya Erskine and Anna Conkle, I think their names Mm -hmm. are. I hadn't heard of them before, but they are, they're like, you know, 30 or in their thirties and they play themselves when they were 13 in seventh grade. So you've got these two adult women playing these 13 year old girls in the seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's kind of in the vein of uh, Wet Hot American Summer, you know, like older playing younger. Um, but it is is—it is really funny. It's one of the funniest shows I've seen in a long time. I, I highly recommend it if, if you get a chance to,
1: to check it out. How many episodes have they done? Only ten. Okay,
0: it's just the first season.
1: We'll see if it gets. I, I, I gotta get. I gotta get into it before I. It's four seasons into it, and I'm so behind. I know, yeah, but there, there there's that's that's the thing about these days is there's so much content out yep. there. That it's just not feasible to get to. Well, thank God for DVR because I mean, back then they didn't even have a chance to. Right. I mean you had to record it. Yeah, you know, on a on a VHS team. Well, you you remember back in the in the uh, in the '90s, there was
0: NBC had that uh, during the summers they had that whole pitch. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you, you know. And it's yeah. like, but now with DVR and with everything else, there's nothing that's new to you because you just you watch the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You, and and we just we just kind of consume uh, media so much different than we used to. Like I was thinking about this uh, earlier today, actually, how. Um, like, in the past five years or six years, I've watched, like, cover to cover, like, probably ten entire sitcoms, you know? And no. I never could have done that before. No.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, you know, I mean, I'm a huge, like, I, I, a lot of the shows that I work, I'll try to watch. But, I mean, for me, it's just, I mean, thank God for DVR. But it's hard. It's hard to get time. And our attention span is so short that we're more apt to just look at a quick YouTube video of of a scene or su- a sporting event whatever came on
0: yeah it it is it's just kind of like it's kind of like constant bombardment you know and then if, you're, you, you, if you watch your videos on your phone, your phone is also your phone, yeah, and it's I, also I your Twitter machine, and it's also your Facebook Instagram. machine, and Instagram, and everything.
1: You know, it's funny. Instagram now tells you how many hours it does. You. Yeah, and like, I, yeah I spend my guy spent way too. I phone. know. I, I'm. I always feel like kind of like kind of a like a jerk because I'm, yeah, wow, I, I'm it's really I, early I will say, I say that I am addicted minutes. to my phone. I, I can't. You know, I think we I, all are. I can't not pick it up. I'll tell you the one thing when I am. Working out at the gym, I see a lot of people with their phones. Mm. I put my phone away for one hour and work out, and it's actually great.
0: Does it play music while you put it away, or is it just No, like it's, I throw
1: it in the locker, and I don't touch it for one hour. Ah. And it's really... It's good. It's important to take those breaks yeah. from your phone. Because otherwise, like, what are or we? we? Just, are we just stuff walking stuff? phones? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad and we all have an addiction to it.
0: Yeah, I walk around the streets and I kind of make a point not when I'm walking around not to have my phone out. Like if I need to, for some reason I will. But like I, I try to keep it in my pocket as much as possible. And I just see everyone. Everyone is
1: just glued. Because everyone, we've all given everyone access to us. I mean, back, you think about, and you know, I always have a conversation, you know, back when we were in high school. I yeah. think we were the last... I would say that we were probably the last generation to really experience, you know, the old school way of teaching and growing up, and a little bit of the new school. Because back if you had to ask a girl to a prom, mm. you had a call. You literally would grab. Yeah, the you kitchen get her phone. mom on the phone. Yeah, and like hi, is, your daughter. is Rebecca there? Oh, right. uh, who's this? It's Chuck. Hold on. and you hear Rebecca telephone, and then like you're waiting and so, like now. You'd be texting the person. Yeah. You'd be Instagram. I mean, you that would not exist today. Yeah. It's interesting how
0: how far we've come and how it's really just brought us um, kind of further away from each other. You know, like even though we're connected, we're not connected to all of this other yeah. stuff around well, life us. Life is
1: not simple anymore. It's so complex. And, and you know... I mean, everything that we do, you know, involves
0: technology. Yeah. It's funny to think about the internet and how far it's come. Because, you know, me and you kind of uh, are from a generation that's kind of um, uh, unique. Because we grew up um, before internet. And then we had internet
1: while we were kids, you know. I'll never forget. Going over my friend 's house and seeing a o l right and then there the was dialing up, and I was like, "Oh my God, you could talk to all these people, yeah yeah, I, I remember the first it 's so
0: strange how far like it 's so weird to think about how how unconnected we were and now how connected we are, yeah. you know, I remember when I was in middle school, so it was ninety five or ninety six mm-hmm. something like that, maybe ninety seven and, um, uh, I, I, found the, uh, the, the, Simpsons chat room and I was like going on there talking to people and stuff. And I remember the next day I was telling some of my friends in school about the Simpsons chat room and, um, uh, a couple of them were going to like go on later. And, and I remember thinking, no way I'll be able to talk to people that I actually know on the internet, you know? And now it's just like, I take my phone and everybody that I've ever met is literally at my fingertips.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I remember... You know, yeah, going to any chat room. But then having the ability to talk to somebody that you knew, you're like, oh, I don't need to call them anymore. Right. Just talk- and then instant messenger started. Yeah, instant when, AIM, I mean, yeah. when we were
0: in college, a- 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 AIM was kind of
1: the thing. Yeah, you AIM know? was the thing. And you would get on. And I remember my, our a senior year Facebook finally came. It did. April uh, of our senior year. We only had it for like a month while we were in Man- Yeah. yeah. Very, very. But there was no Twitter. There was no Instagram. Um, there was barely a YouTube. YouTube had just come out. Yeah. I, do you, you want to hear something? I remember
0: the first time I realized YouTube uh, uh, had, like, cool stuff on it. I remember those Geico cavemen commercials were really popular. And I remembered... And I found out that I could go on YouTube, search Geico Caveman, and watch all of those commercials yeah. whenever I wanted. Yeah. And I
1: thought that that was like the craziest thing. Yeah. That
0: was 2005. It's not even that long ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember – do you remember the the, uh, the ABC series, the comedy that they did? They tried in? it for two Yeah, I, I was an extra my first year in L.A. No on kidding. that show. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing that, you know – how crazy, you know, things have come and, and gone and, you know, but, you know, one thing is, uh, yeah, it's like, I wonder where we will be in 10 years. Maybe not so different because I, I don't think what yeah, else. Yeah, you can, have... out,
0: we kind of went through that warp speed yeah. and things kind of start plateauing a little bit, exactly. I guess. Yeah. It, on the other hand, though um, the way that like you know virtual reality is going, I can see ten years from now all of us just kind of living in our own virtual reality bubbles. Cause why leave the house? Cause it's all fucking right there. You know? Yeah, could happen. It Could. There's a Black Mirror episode about that. Um, what else with with um, talk to me about some of the other things you've done while you've been in, in LA these years? Yeah, I
1: moved out. Uh, uh, so. Moved out in October of 2005, so two months after you. Um, But before that, in March of 2005, was a contestant on Price is Right. That's right. And that is really kind of what jump-started my whole thing out here in L.A. Because I was like, oh, my God, I want to move out to L.A. and work on the Price is Right. And I ended up moving out here with no job, had like an internship, and was so persistent in getting a job at the Price is Right. I must have emailed the producers of the show uh, twice a week for months. And finally they ended up saying to me, okay, we're gonna give you a job writing the name tags for the show. And uh, in April of 06 to October of 2007, I worked at Price is Right and it was a real surreal like dream come true yeah you working. grow up looking at this yeah. stage every day on your and, tv and getting to meet bob barker and and being and so that's how my journey started because i had ended up working at prices right and then really sharing the same experience that everybody else had that you know on your sick days in high school you would stay home and watch the Prices yeah, Right. It's part of your You experience. grew up with your grandparents watching Prices Right. And I connected with these audience members and I just took it upon myself, not part of my job, hyping the crowd up. And someone said to me, you should be hosting, you should be warming up audiences. 13 years later... I'm the audience warm-up of America's Got Talent. I've done American Idol, Dancing with the Stars, The Boys, World of Dance, Big Brother, Chelsea Handler, and the list goes on. And it's, you know, right place at the right time, but also just really getting to see persistence. People ask me all the time, how did you get to all these things? Persistence. You don't know. You can't get what you want in life without asking for it. Mm. That is the biggest thing I mean, nobody knows that you wanna do these things ask doesn't mm. to, the worst thing they can say is no right um obviously, I've done acting and in all the soap operas because i you know started working in in the different productions and we got to do a, a, a film together and and then of course, you know uh, hosting different corporate events and and live events i just did a, did the stand up to, uh, to cancer this mm. year, nice. which is an amazing platform being, you know, asked to do that. Um, and now I'm doing auctions as an auctioneer. And, you know, I mean, I'm having fun. Yeah, uh, I would like to have a little bit more balance. I think we talked about that. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm just like so caught up in everything that I'm doing. But have not lost the passion. have not lost the fire. Um, but I want to keep moving forward and mm. it's hard I mean people you know even after everything that I've accomplished I'm not even satisfied mm. it's like I want to keep going mm.
0: do, do you see yourself if because like you know I think we even talked about this earlier too is um, you're doing all these things in, in in let's say 10 years is just a, a number do you want those things to be concentrated into more like one main thing and then those are like other things on the side or just one thing, or do you always kind of just want to have a bunch of things going on?
1: Well, uh, I, I definitely, you know, I have a very short attention span. I like mm-hmm. variety, and and I think I have kind of like the perfect career because, you know, most people, if they just come out here to be an actor, they just focus on that. I could just focus on being a host, but I like acting. I like announcing. I like doing all these different things it keeps it fresh and new every day. Mm. The only thing is, I always wonder like, should I be maybe concentrated on one thing? But I think it makes me more of a well-rounded professional. Mm. Professional, and I think that you know that's you know I think it's it's good to ha- be able to do other things. Sometimes I'm at a charity fundraiser, um, and they'll hear my voice and say, "Oh my god, you you got to be in this film! I'm doing this thing or." I'm warming up America's good Talent and they see from my Instagram that I'm also an auctioneer and now I'm getting hired for wow. these other jobs. So I like variety. I'm passionate and, and I don't do something unless I enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah. And you were saying earlier that um, if you had to have like
0: like your hierarchy of favorite jobs that you do it, it, it's it's kind of changed
1: for you over the years right well it's never changed I mean but like, the, the number wise yeah I mean still to this day is to be a host a game show host I'm going to be hosting um, a cooking show reality cooking show uh, next week when's uh, that going to
0: come out and when can
1: people they see? don't it was, so basically the name of the show is called Battle of the Chefs it's on the Chef Life Network uh huh um, if you go on Instagram, you can take a look. I'll be posting some stuff at Chuck Dukas, uh, D-U-K-A-S, uh, last my last name. Uh, but it should be coming out probably by towards the end of the year by the time they get all the editing done. But it it highlights the top chefs uh, in a different particular region of Los Angeles or California. And they're competing, raising money for their charities. Mm. So it's great because our studio audience are the taste testers. And they'll actually vote who they think is uh, deserving of their prize. So
0: how many episodes are there going to be? For this? I think there's
1: going to be four or six. I can't remember what they decided on. And how many chefs are on each episode? I think there's two chefs on each episode. It's either two I, uh, it's either like I think they're doing brackets, like four chefs and then down a two or two down a one. Got it. Yeah, I, they, I know they've been inside. doing the casting for it, so I, it. We'll, we'll see when I come in uh, next week what we're looking at. That'll be cool. That yeah. sounds like no, a fun. I'm excited. That's a fun. I'm, that's a great job. Listen, it, it's 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 a uh, it's a new platform, Chef Life Network, um, but you know, I mean, it's I'm just excited to be doing it, and I also got some news that are going to be potentially uh, they're, we're working on it right now But Star, I'm a huge Star Wars fan uh, I'm going to be at Star Wars Celebration warming up the audience on the Lucasfilm stage uh, in, the, in mid-April in Chicago nice. actually I'm trying to get to a Cubs game they're going to be playing the Angels if I can get over there I'd like to go see nice. a game yeah always come um, to go to Wrigley. but the um, and then we're they're talking about doing a Star Wars game show which mm. would be amazing wow so we'll see. Cool, that's awesome. Now, um, what else? What are what are some of your other?
0: Um, uh, what, what are some of my, like? What are what are some of your hobbies that you do uh,
1: just to kind of keep yourself sane? You know, well, skiing. Uh, we talked about this before. It, you know, most people do not take up skiing later in life. Yeah. I took up skiing at the age of thirty-one yeah. because I was asked if I wanted to go to my friend's condo in northern New Hampshire, and I said, "Well, I don't ski." And they suggest I just come anyway and hang out. And I was like, you know, something I've always wanted, I never live life with, with regret. Yeah. And if there's something I want to try, just do it. Uh, skiing can be a dangerous sport. Um, I'm not trying to be Bodie Miller out there. I just want to have the experience yeah. of socializing with friends, going, to, I love the outdoors, I love the mountains, the snow. Uh, put me on a, on a snowy mountain over a tropical island any day. Yeah. but. I love skiing. I've, I've now really embraced it. I just came back from Park City, Utah, Banff, Alberta. I want to do? I want to try to get Tahoe before the end of the year. Uh, but I love skiing. Love traveling. Um, I mentioned before they're going to be writing a book called "My Fifty State Adventure." I can. I just love getting on a plane and going somewhere. Mm. Um, and huge foodie still pizza making I mean I, I yeah you know, I remember you always used to yeah. make a lot of pizzas yeah. I don't eat as much pizza now or pasta because I, I were, dropped a yeah, lot of weight right. but, but I'm still I mean listen if somebody tells me that I need to try this pizza <laughs> the, the gym can wait <laughs> um, and the other thing is obviously always been huge Star Wars fan to this day you know have every single Star Wars original figure uh, to this day right so I still have that collection. You still have that collection. Still, and I, I still remember building seeing that video and still building it. Um, you know, it, it, to me, it's you know, it's it's one thing to have all the figures, but you know, to now get you know, try to acquire every single piece from the original Kenner line. Uh, but I, I've never lost pa- when I'm passionate about something. Usually, I'm, that passion stays for a long
0: mm-hmm. time. That's Are you? Um, uh, so when's the, when's the next Star
1: Wars movie Comes out It comes uh, out next In December They wouldn't even have the, the title yeah. yet But it's, right. it, I think we'll see A trailer In the next couple of weeks With Star yeah. Wars Celebration Coming out right. I, You know I'm going to be honest With you Didn't love The Force Awakens But it was nice Seeing Harrison Ford Mark mm-hmm. Hamill Carrie Fisher My critique Of the movie was Everyone wanted to see All three of those actors On screen At the same time And they failed to do that so therefore, it, it failed for me. The Last Jedi was horrible. I, I I mean, a lot of Star Wars fans will get you know into yeah. a, a big argument with me. I hated the movie. Um, I am not expecting much from this movie, the new one coming out. But listen, I, I think that uh, you know Disney has made it very Disney esque. You know, I'm more excited about. The, the Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge, coming to Disneyland than I am about the movies. When does that open? I think it's May 29th. Okay. Nice. Yeah.
0: Did, did, you, did you do the Star Tours back in the day? Of I, course. I don't think that exists oh, yeah. Anymore, it still exists. It still it exists. It still
1: exists. Great ride. I love that ride. Super Great fun. Great ride. Last time I was in Disneyland, even Space Mountain got the Star Wars treatment. They mm. could literally, they had all the Star Wars projections. On. I remember
0: when they had the Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah.
1: projections. That was pretty cool.
0: Uh, except uh, the only thing I didn't like about that is, you know, when you go in and there's like a kind of a spirally kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when it was the there was usually the spiral. But then when it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers, it was just kind of like a light show. So it didn't quite feel as, you know, kind of uh,
1: vertigo inducing. Yeah. But this Star Wars land that they're, they're building, it's, it's going to I mean, I hate to see the lines for the rest of the I mean, it's going to be crazy. Mm. What do you think is uh as
0: a property is worth is worth more than Harry Potter or Star Wars. Oh, at Star, this point. Wars. Yeah. Star Wars.
1: Star Wars. You'd be shocked. I have never seen a Harry Potter movie.
0: I'm not, I'm not shocked only because we were a little
1: old when they came yeah. out. Yeah. You know, we were in never college seen when it. the first movie came yeah, out. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, there's a lot of movie franchises I have not seen mm-hmm. that you'd be like, really, Chuck, you have not seen it? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Give me a couple. Uh, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say I've not seen The Godfather. Okay. Um,. What's another one? It kind of like Harry Potter uh, in that world. Oh, I've not seen Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, the uh, probably the uh, Hobbit. Any of those? Yeah. I, I haven't seen. I may be into sci-fi, but
0: I'm Star Wars. You've, you've kind of picked your poison, yeah. and you're sticking I mean, with it. Even the
1: Star Trek, I'll watch a little bit, but Star Wars is my thing.
0: What are What are your
1: uh, Star Wars movies aside? What are some of your favorite movies? Love Forrest Gump. Mm. Forrest Gump is one of the movie that I just absolutely love. You know, I'm, I'm really into those cheesy 80s yeah. movies. My favorite movie of all time is probably Teen Wolf. Oh, my God. I, I just absolutely... I love that movie. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of I'll it. I'll
0: tell you, I had a, I had a chance my... Um, Third year at Chapman, to I was assistant director on a day on a shoot that uh, the actor who played Mick in Team oh, was wow. going to be there, and he'd done a bunch of Chapman films and stuff. Was he was, a dick in real life? He's so nice. Oh. He's the nicest person alive. We became Facebook friends. Every year, he messages me happy birthday. Every love single... That. He's really one of the nicest love guys that. I've ever met. Remember yeah. Pamela? Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Pamela Wells, yeah.
1: right? I, I <laughs> love that movie.
0: You know a movie I saw the other day that I was actually like just a month ago complaining... But it's never streaming, and it's now on HBO. Is Weekend at Bernie's? You know, I I don't think I've seen
1: that, Chuck. I, mean, I mean, you should. It's yeah.
0: it's awesome.
1: It's eighties. It's so eighties. I, I need to watch it. Is it. So I mean, I, I'm 80s. so you know. Another one I love cheesy eighties. I love it, mannequin. I never saw a mannequin. All right. all right, see mannequin. I'll see Weekend a Birdies. <laughs> okay,
0: fair. I will.
1: No, that's a good one. Yeah.
0: there's some other good ones. Uh, I don't know. There's. A, it, it, uh, I think my favorite '80s movie of all time, though, is um, Adventures in Babysitting. I have not seen that. It's another good one. Yeah, and it's got it's got Thor in it.
1: Yeah. So you know. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I'm I'm behind. I mean, there's some that I've never even. Back to School is a good one. Yeah, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah he was silly yeah it's hard to access a lot of those older movies though yeah. sometimes that's that's kind of the problem you know
0: that's the one thing about this day and age that we live in is that for me, if it's not on hulu or netflix it, it's i'm I might not see it you know and in you know in the, in the day you could see it somehow i mean yeah you know, it, 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 it's it's like it's like it it's kind of like you know the higher ups are like here is your here are your choices. Yeah. and we'll change them and whatever but but it's it's kind of like we're all picking from the same pile man, yeah. you
1: know yeah and the, those obscure movies that you would find in the you know in Blockbuster you you just don't it doesn't see does not exist those. anymore
0: no. yeah and obviously like video um like the dvds aren't really as big of a business as they used mm-hmm. to be and yeah it's th- <laughs> things change Te- technology changes everything that's for sure um, we were just, the, it, I feel like it's kind of appropriate that we were to talk today because me and you are both big Full House fans. Oh, yeah. And something real sad happened in the Full House world today. Yeah. Um, I, tell me your thoughts. And, for and the Becky,
1: we from Full House to the Big House. I yes, mean, right. I, uh, you know, listen, I mean, I think it's no surprise that people use your influence and... Know funds that they have to sure try to get their children into schools or whatever. I mean, listen, it's a very unfortunate thing. I've met Lori Laughlin a few times, couldn't be nicer. Um, so listen, I just you know, difficult situation, it's and-
0: it's tough, yeah. And it's you know, Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy, and and you know, we're, we're, like, there's not a lot we can say about any of this right now because the story just broke today and we don't really know the facts, but um. Man, like William H. Macy's one of my favorite actors out there at all. Yeah. I love Shameless, you know. Uh it's just it's 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 weird when you look up to someone and then you realize that they're shittier than you, you
1: know? Yeah, well, I mean I, listen, I mean, I think I mean, listen, what they did is not right, but obviously they're 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 looking out for their children I mean you yeah. know what I mean I mean listen I don't want to say that this is a good thing but I mean I look I know yeah. I understand humans are yeah. Com-
0: complex yeah we all beings, make mistakes for sure for yeah. sure um, it's still sad though it's uh, that, that's probably it for for fuller house I would imagine well they're
1: doing the last season um season five I don't they haven't started it yet um, but I don't know I mean if she's not gonna be in it you know yeah. but it you know we'll see what happens yeah, no, no. Um
0: so that and um what else what do you hope for the future you know me personally yeah and and that could that could mean your future that could be it could mean something loftier than that but what do you yeah how do you see the next 10 years 20 years 30 years what do you want
1: um for me i just want to continue to be to love what i do and follow my passion mm. I think that I'm in a very select group that we are, like yourself, we live our passion. I mean, you know, that's why I made the move to come out to Los Angeles to follow my dreams. But, I mean, you know, um, just to continue to work hard and keep going. I mean, my dream is to be a game show host. And I'll tell you, I, until uh, I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to keep trying mm-hmm. to do that. Um but I am okay. I mean, you know, it, this industry is so hard that you know it may not happen, and that's okay because I have accomplished a lot of great things, and I cannot discount a lot of the accomplishments that I've already had. But but I I, I love what I do. I would you know, most of the time I've I've told people this half these things I would do for free because I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Until I stop feeling that way, I will continue to be in the business. Mm. But, you know, L.A. is tough. And, you know, we were just talking about it's been a while since we've seen each other and, and how we get caught up in our own lives. But my my whole thing this year was balance. Really making the time for things, you know, not saying, oh, I'm too busy. Just, yeah, we are all busy. But you can make time for things. Right. So, um, you know, but like uh you know, it's uh I think we all should do what we are passionate to wanna do. Mm. I think that, that, you know, don't don't have regrets in life. I certainly most of the time dating back to you know, doing things at a, a later age, skiing trying skiing at thirty one, trying football my senior year in high school. If you want to do something, do it. Don't put it off. We don't know. We don't know if we're going to have tomorrow. Right. No. It's a good. It's the truth. Yeah. We don't.
0: Yeah. We never do. I, I think that that's that's. You know, you're right. That it. As long as you keep kind of uh, striving towards some goal that's big. You know, that's um. It 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 it's. Something to focus on, you know that it that as long as you're um, contributing towards that goal, you're succeeding, you know. Um, and then it, the the long the other thing that I've kind of found just being out here for this 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 long is the longer you kind of do do it, um, it it's not necessarily that it becomes easier, but you change. So it 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 stays the same, but you change. And your perspective on what you're trying to accomplish changes. And um, it's just a patience game, ultimately, you know? Like, if you
1: don't give up and just no, keep going No, I mean, I think that it. a lot of people get sidetracked and, you know, forced, uh, a forced hand. And, you know, I man, if you want to be an actor and, and you, you no, know, we're talking about lifestyle and right. everything else. Like, you know, but, but don't lose sight of what you're trying to do. Exactly, uh, if, yeah. you, if you're if you an actor or let's say, uh, you know, if you want to be a musician, you came out here to be in the music business. Okay, you could be a real estate agent. You could be working at, at a bar or restaurant, but there is some time that you should not put all your time into making money because you've lost sight of the reason why you moved out here. Yeah, you've got to keep that part of your yeah. life open. Open, and I've seen so many times that people are not really doing what they came out here to do. Yeah, and it happens. You know, it, it's happened to me. I mean, I, I was uh,
0: I worked in a, a a job where I was pursuing my goals outside of it, but it was also just a, such a time suck that for seven years almost I was at this job, and um, it, it's it's it can be difficult to. To focus on what you're really trying to do when you're so, you know, you get home, you're just exhausted and yeah. you're just, you're done. Yeah.
1: yeah. And you can't be lazy. I mean, you know, so people, yeah, people, you know, impatient, being lazy, you have to put the time in, um, you know, and it's like, you know, there, there's, you know, there's so many people out here that want everything, but they don't realize the commitment that it takes you know, and the time, I mean, all the things I've accomplished did not happen overnight. There were, there was three times where I almost moved back home, mm-hmm. even after having success, because I'm like, okay, that's a little job, but it's like, you know, how long is this going to go on for? You know, yeah, you yeah. have to, you got to stay active. Yeah. You kind of just have to keep after it.
0: Yeah. In, 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 in the face of failure after failure after failure too, you know, especially, you know, like an actor's perspective, like, you go out on audition after audition after audition, and maybe like hopefully you'll book something. But chances are you're gonna really not, not your gonna favor. No. yeah you're not gonna book this commercial that you're going out for today. You know I mean um so you just kind of have to. Me I've just become really comfortable with just rejection. You know because that's yeah. that's what so much of the business is, especially you know when you're starting
1: out. Of course, I mean you know the the time it takes to go through it and you're one of maybe 40 people that they're looking at you know I like to personally if, if I'm going out for something specific and I okay I can play this this is right up my alley sure but if you're you know you're going out you know the guy the, the neighbor the, that could be anybody
0: you never know yeah you never know it's a real it's, I guess it's a real numbers game mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is um. alright cool well I guess we've been been talking for about an hour so I think that's yeah no
1: I mean this is great to you know just to talk about and really like talk about how really we started yeah and, and where we are in our lives right now I mean we're still here and that's the thing that's the thing that's the important Um. Uh, you know so many people I'm not gonna mention any names but there are people that you know have told told me oh I wish I came out to LA to do different things and it's like the hardest part is moving out here, mm. you know, but LA, you know, it's a tough town, and you have to keep your head above water, and you know, but it's great to see somebody that that has done a lot of things, you, you know, your your screenwriting, making films, acting, you've been in a lot of commercials. Right. You have had success. I have had success in many ways. I mean, we're 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 living our dream, right. and our passions, but there are there are people that can't say that and you know at least we were able to take the plunge and come out here and and really follow our dreams so if there's someone listening to this who's
0: living you know somewhere in the middle of the country or even in another country somewhere else and they and they they want to come out to la
1: um what would you have to say for, to them time you know nothing's going to happen overnight mm-hmm. be persistent and asking you don't know unless you ask, yeah, I always say that. I always say that you know don't assume that people know that you want to be an actor. don't assume that people know that you want to be the announcer for a show. They don't know that yeah. you might want to do that. Maybe they could make that happen, right you know I, I think it's good to to communicate, talk to people, talk to people, don't be on your phone if you're have a, if you're in a in, at a studio or on a set. Talk to people. Get to know people. You know, it's not what you know. It's who you know. Or somebody once said, Who not, knows you. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, it actually makes them a it's lot true. of sense.
0: It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, uh, I like that. Well, cool. Well, um, uh, is there anything else that you want to plug that you're working on? You, get, you, you guys about? can
1: follow me. Uh, obviously, first name Chuck. Last name Dukas. D-U-K-A-S. I'm on Instagram, at Chuck Dukas. And go to chucktukas.com. I'm always posting different videos and blogs and all different types of stuff. that, And I, I answer everything. So if you write to me, I'm happy to give some insight or some direction to somebody that maybe needs it. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Chuck, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm
0: really glad we were finally able to connect and do this. Absolutely. At, at long last. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can hang out again soon.
1: Let's do it. All